You're listening to The Kelly Track Show. I'm your host, Kelly Track, author, coach, and eternal optimist. Each week, I'll give you lessons to elevate your life, reclaim your personal power, and truly awaken and transform. Your best life starts right now. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back. Thank you, as always, for tuning in and for listening. Oh my goodness, boy, oh boy, do I have a beautiful, heart-centered, juicy, soulful chat lined up for you today. It is with my friend, Katie Kurtz. She is our first repeat guest here on the show, and I'm so excited to welcome her back. Her first show that she did on making friends as an adult was wildly popular and one of your guys' all-time faves, so thank you so much for loving that episode. And I have her back here again to talk a little bit more about this soulful, deep connection that I know we're all craving. Now, if you are new to Katie for the first time, let me introduce you to this divine human being. Katie Kurtz is an internationally certified life coach, yoga teacher, and speaker who guides women to connect with their authentic selves and courageously live life on their own terms. She is the founder of Soul Connect, a coaching and connection movement that is redefining how women connect to themselves and each other. Through her coaching, in-person gatherings, yoga experiences, and events, Katie's authentic spirit and gift as a connector allows her to create a unique space for women to be themselves, embrace their humanness, and reclaim what's real. This episode is so divine, and I want to take a quick second to give a shout out to our supporter for the day of Forest Sigmatic. Forest Sigmatic is my fave coffee alternative right now. I'm really into their mushroom coffee with cordyceps. It's the little red packets that you've seen on Instagram probably a million times. And I'm personally trying to cut back on my caffeine intake because I was hitting it way too hard a couple months ago. <laughs> and I was not living my best life by any means. I was living the over-caffeinated life. So anyways, if you are looking to give Four Sigmatic a try, I hope you love it just as much as I do. And you're always welcome to use the promo code Kelly track, which is all one word at checkout for 15% off your order. All right, my friends, let's just jump in right away to today's heart centered chat. Well, welcome to the show, Katie, my first repeat guest. Welcome back. Thank you so much. Oh my goodness. I'm so honored. Just so honored to be here. Oh, well, thank you. Well, the listeners loved you from last episode. So I'm, I was like, I gotta have, I gotta have you back. So thank you so much. And I really appreciate that you are my first repeat guest. Cause that's to me, that's really special because there's, I had, like you said, there's, there's been some really amazing guests, but I always really, really resonated with your episode though. And I feel like your episode sort of came in a sort of a turning point of my podcast when it, I feel like when it started to get really good. <laughs> <laughs> it was like do you know do you know what I mean sometimes when you have like older work and you're like oh it's not as good but then the newer work is always like way better as you you know evolve and grow as a creative but I feel like your episode was one of those like I'm not even kidding one of the turning points of the Kelly track show or sorry back in the day we had another name yeah yeah that went through a little bit of a rebrand but Thank you. I so I just it. wanted to say thank, thank you, you for being a part of my, oh my turning point. Gosh, <laughs> Kelly, I'm thrilled. I love your podcast. I listen to it all the time. It's fantastic. So I'm very honored to share this space with you again. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So drop me into the first hour of your day. I know it's later for you, but tell me about your day so far and what happened and what did you eat for breakfast? So it's Monday and I 
live in Cleveland, Ohio. And for those of you who aren't familiar with the great city of Cleveland, we're right on Lake Erie, sort of right smack in the Rust Belt Midwest. And I don't do weather talk because I can talk about that later why, (laughs) but it's unseasonably warm. Actually, it should be seasonably warm. It should be spring. And so today was so warm. uh, I woke up and I had a big bowl of like fruit and strawberries. It was so great. It's like summer's coming. So happy. Nice. Yeah, it was great. Just soaking up the beginnings of spring finally. Yeah. Okay. I want to know right now though, tell me about the weather talk. I want to hear why no weather talk. Oh, yes. So I am a naturally awkward human being. I always have been. And I'm also really kind of shy and introverted for the most part. And I think uh, whenever you're in new situations or like if if you're used to going to networking events, you know, you do the usual like, hey, how are you? I'm fine. And then what do you do? And then you usually always settle on so that weather hmm. <laughs> and it's it's sort of this unspoken common ground us humans use as this very safe surface level banter because I'm guilty of it I just kind of turn to it because it's safe and what else are you going to talk about because you don't know strangers or you're you feel awkward or you're not sure and so when I, whenever I hold space for others, whether it's, you know, at an event or a retreat or in our gatherings, I have this no weather talk rule because we're there to create real connection or, and we're there to redefine how women connect. So we don't do surface level talk or networking. We're going straight below the surface. So when I ask how you are, I want to know how your heart is. I want to know how you're doing, if it's joyful, if you're frustrated, whatever it may be. Uh, And to not lean on weather talk because it's easy and comfortable, it's time to lean into the kind of the uncomfortable or the unknown. So for Clevelanders, there's a, there's a lot, they give, it gives us a lot of material because the weather is all over the place all the time. So Clevelanders are notorious for talking about the weather. So I, because most of my in-person events are in Cleveland, uh, I really hone in on this so that we don't just lean on the comfortable and what's safe and we can go really below the surface and go deep. Mm, I love that. I think that's so special and beautiful. And I think that just speaks volumes of your work and and your gifts to the world because it's so true that weather conversation is so easy. Right? Yeah. So easy. So easy. So easy. And the, also the question of like, oh, what do you do for a living? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's such it's an easy hard. one. Mm-hmm. It's so hard. And I, it's so funny. I was with at a yoga class this weekend and a few gals who come to my gatherings regularly, like the sun was shining. It was beautiful. It was earth day. And they're like, oh, it's so beautiful out. They're like, oh no, weather talk. And they're like, <laughs> Yeah, like we can comment how grateful grateful we are, or how happy the weather makes us, or or sad. Like that's okay. I'm not saying we can't talk about the weather, but it's that we also talk about other things, and we can show up as ourselves and be okay with that. Or if we ask people what they do for a living, like ask them what lights them up. Ask them if they love what they're doing. If they don't, ask them that too. I think it's just finding a way. We can connect on other levels as humans. And I want to raise my hand first and foremost and say, I'm the most guilty of this. I have like my automatic, like cruise control of like awkwardness, conversation fillers and whether, and what do you do for a living are like always in there, but I catch myself in the moment. And then I, I choose to shift because we're just human. 
and we all do it. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that so much. That I know because I know what you mean. Those sort of filler sentences that are easy and they kind of just go right out of your mouth and just spill right out there. And you're like, oh dang, I just mm-hmm. asked that question again. But I mean, yeah, it's it's nice to like kind of have other questions. Like I love that you shared. Like, oh, like what lights you up? That's a beautiful question and something you can kind of just if you say it enough in your head you'll memorize it for when you need to right? <laughs> need to use it in a moment when you kind of like forget everything or get uncomfortable or kind of crouch inwards and feel shy absolutely it's one of my favorite questions mm-hmm. i think it's so interesting i want to know what lights you up i want to know what i just think as as human beings we are that's what makes us unique and i want to i just want to know that about everybody i have to contain myself sometimes <laughs> Yeah. So what's, what's lighting you up right now, Katie? Oh my gosh. So many things. I am feeling so lit up by, by connection, which I think is like the obvious answer. If, if people know me, connection is my jam. It's, it's my soul value. It's why I'm here and what I do, but I feel like the connections in my life are reaching another level. And it's just so incredible to see the clients I'm working with and the women around me and family and friends just starting to really wake up to who they are and starting to see some shifts that whether it's inspired by soul connect or just in them in themselves it's it's really incredible to be a part of that so i just love connection always lights me up in one way or another doing things like this connecting with new people um it's just it's incredible i love it mm, i love that and i love that how your community and your people are becoming more aware of who they really are. I think that's such a fun moment or like when you find your group of friends or your community that gets it and then you're kind of all moving through the work at the same time. I think that's such a special place that feels so much like home. Absolutely. Yeah. I just love having, I love hearing from people too, because I'm hearing now more than ever. And people are starting to reach out to me from different cities and states asking, um, like, how can they start having real conversations and being like, how can they start being real with other people? And it's like, yes, we're all craving this. We, we let's start talking about it. We're all craving more real and now more than ever. And we don't need, we don't have to wait another second. We don't have to have credentials. We can just we can just be real with each other. And that doesn't mean like unfiltered, uninhibited, like crass or whatever. It means just showing up as ourselves. And I love, I love hearing and witnessing that because it's, it's what we all need. I know I'm craving it and I love, I think everyone else is too. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think everybody's really craving it too. It's been such a topic that's been top of mind for me lately. And I think it's, more as we become more digital and more in the zone with the computers and the phones, it's that like in person or like even just talking like you and I talking versus us chatting on Instagram message. Cause uh-huh. that's, that's like a real thing. I was telling one of my friends the other day, I was like, Oh, like, you know, like one of my friends from Instagram and she's like, Oh, like, what do you mean your friend from Instagram? I'm like, Oh, you know, those <laughs> friends that you message on Instagram. And she was like, no, I don't have those. I just have like my friend friends. And I was like, oh, I have a lot of friends that like I just message on Instagram and like I have a very deep relationship with, in my opinion. Right? Like, <laughs> like I've right. never met them in person, but we talk a lot on Instagram chat. <laughs> you know, I always joke about how I remember growing up 
with like AOL instant messenger. And like, it was really when like chat rooms were a big thing. Maybe I'm showing my age, but I remember having to have conversations like you have it in school with your parents about like, don't talk to strangers on the internet. And now like, I mean, some of my greatest friendships are from strangers on the internet. Like we connected through Instagram, like, and through Rock Your Bliss. And I mean, you're fantastic. And there's so many people like the connection's real and it's authentic. And one day soon we will see each other in real life and it'll be wonderful. But I think that it's so funny that now through the the wonders of social media, we can befriend strangers on the internet. Mm-hmm. It's great. Mm-hmm. Totally. I totally am with you. So since you were last on the podcast, a lot of amazing and incredible things have happened to you. So you did your yoga teacher training. Mm-hmm. We had a website revamp. You launched your course and a retreat, and then there's a podcast in the works coming soon. So I would love for you to listen. And you know what? Skype told me that it was only five months since we last talked. So that was like, that's like a huge leap and a beautiful leap. (laughs) And I would love to hear some of the backstory on that. Sure. It's so funny. I'm laughing because I was texting with my podcast co-host and dearest friend, Christine Barnes, earlier today. And she always calls me a superhuman and I always laugh because I'm totally not. But I do have this thing where I just like, I, I'm very persistent and I just like do stuff. I just do it. And now that you said the time frame, like I'm just laughing because like, I'm like, oh my God, I, I really do. <laughs> um, yeah. So I started my yoga teacher training back in August uh, and it's, it was one intensive month, uh, weekend per month. And so I finished that up in March and it was an incredible experience. I did it through an individual, not a studio. And my teacher, Yolanda Rosenthal Green of Awake to My Soul is, we just, she's just an incredible human. I could gush about her forever, but when she launched her, it was her first training. And when she launched it last year, I saw it and I immediately was like, Oh, I'm, oh, I'm doing this. And I signed up. It was a really intuitive, I didn't think twice. I just did it because I've always known I wanted to do it, but I've always said things like, Oh, I'm not ready. Or when the time comes I'll know. And I think through this process of really stepping into my power and all of these things kind of falling into place, starting soul connect, um, moving forward with this, this business, that's really not just a business, but a movement that I'm never going to be ready. And it's just one of those ready isn't real. And that trusting trust is something I'm always practicing or coming back to, but I just felt like now was the time. And I'm so glad I did it. It was really a process of shedding layers of who I was and really fully stepping into my power. And I think some, when I, I say that a lot, especially if you follow me on Instagram or anything like that, I always talk about kind of reclaiming our power, stepping into our power. It's not something we attain. It's something that's always within us. And it's not something like all of a sudden we reach and we're like, yes, we did it. Trophy, gold star. It's, it's something that's always evolving and always strengthening and always there to up level. Uh, And this teacher training really allowed me to do that because yoga has been such a practice and a mirror, like a mirroring practice of life for me. And I came to the practice several years ago, really resistant to it, but it allowed me to really find soul connection 
and the connection between mind, body, and soul. And so I, I'm really grateful for my experience and, and now teaching yoga, it's so special to me to be able to share the practice with students and incorporate it into Soul Connect because it's so complimentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I think it's it's such a special thing when you can find like a physical practice for all of this mental work that you do and to sort of see the correlation. I think that's such a treat because I spend so much time up in my head. Mm-hmm. Me too. Oh, my like mindset and my thought work and like (laughs) being like, okay, Kelly, pick another thought. Like, okay. Or, you know, when shit hits the fan in my work or whatever and trying to like recenter. But to like sort of see how I respond in like my yoga practice or like seeing it play out in a physical form, like when you're actually sweating and you're, or something's really difficult and you're like, okay now what so yeah I love that I love that Mm, oh yes and a big me too I'm I'm always in my head I'm a I'm a classic overthinker and I think that's why before I even knew what coaching was I found yoga and it was a catalyst for me to learn about this whole world of like personal growth and development and it was like my gateway drug so it it just opened it cracked me open in a way that it's more than just movement and and a workout. It's just a real life practice. And it's so deeply interwoven into my why now that it's because it, again, it all comes back to connection. I think that when we use our breath and move our bodies, we're, we're becoming into a deeper connection with who we are and we're allowed to show up and we shed layers of who we no longer were to be make room and come home to who we really are. So it's really special to be, have gone through that experience, especially with an incredible teacher who's just a powerhouse woman and an an, an amazing tribe of people. So super grateful for that experience. Mm, Yeah. Now, did you have to move through any big mindset shifts as you leveled up and as you did all this stuff in five months and I mean your teacher training has been taking a while but I want to ask this question because sometimes like we don't always realize how much we like grow and expand until like we're past past the mark we're like oh my god I just did this thing mm-hmm. was there any kind of ways in which you've seen yourself really like level up oh yeah I you know I finished I completed my yoga teacher training in March. I also rebranded Soul Connect mm-hmm. and relaunched my website with a, a total, not totally different, but but yeah, kind of totally different. I really wanted to create a brand uh, and I had help, thankfully, from incredible women to help me create a brand that really embodied what Soul Connection is and who I am as a person. And I, I'm I believe that it does. It shows what true connection looks like. It shows who I am and my, who I am authentically and how I show up. And it allows me to kind of create that space in a new way. So I did that. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to launch all this stuff at once because I had it ready. And I really, I just really wanted to. And I was so excited to bring all of this work that I've been working on for so long to the world. And it probably goes against all of those like business models and shoulds and shouldn'ts Mm -hmm. and all of that. But I, 
I think I'm pretty unconventional as is. Uh, I, I don't know if I mentioned this in the last podcast, but I still work a full-time job. So, you know, my time in which I can focus on Soul Connect is I have to prioritize it in different ways. And so I, but I, I love it so much. I want to work on it constantly. So it's, it's a labor of love. And I think there was a lot of doubt that was gotten fused into all of these new things, because I think when you do anything, let alone all the things at once, I think fear gets louder and stronger. And it's funny. I always think about this quote that my teacher, my coaching teacher, Julie Parker said to me when I was in my training and she said, we only fear the things that really matter. And it's a sign you're being called and are on the right path. And I always think about that quote and I have it pinned to my wall because I know that when I feel fear, it's, it's sort of like a lighthouse. It's guiding me in that I shouldn't run like I used to or avoid or hide from it, but rather lean into it to see what I'm being called to do. Cause sometimes when that fear gets strong, it means you're on the right path, not necessarily that you should run. So this year has been interesting in this whole practice of trust and leaning in and really showing up intentionally. And it hasn't been easy, but it's so worth it. And when I say I do the work every day, I truly do the work every day. Cause it's, that's, that's what this is. It's all a practice. Mm, I love that. Oh my God. Your lighthouse analogy was making me a little bit emotional and choked up over here. <laughs> Thinking about my own fears and my own process of doing my own work. And I can see so much of what you share in, in my own life. And oh my God, all of the head nodding and me too. So <laughs> it's, it's so true. Like that idea of fear in a weird way, being the guiding compass and yeah, feeling the fear and doing it anyways. Mm-hmm. Jenna Daly, her episode's coming out before yours. And she was talking about how that's one of her her mantras on repeat. Just feel the fear and oh. do it anyways. And I just love that because it's so true and it's so simple and it's so easy. And I was thinking about that one on my seawall walk today, like in the afternoon, just feel the fear and do it anyways. Right? I was like, oh, yeah. Jenna Daly is one of those strangers from the internet that like I need to be friends with. <laughs> I know. So if you're listening, Jenna Daly, let's be internet friends because I feel like our paths have crossed several times. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. I think I just made things weird, but it's all right. We're going to lean into it. Yeah, well, it's so true. There's people that like you, you talk about... Um, that like, I'm like, I got to know better because they keep popping up. Like, um, like Shannon, that you were talking about as well before in our, our chat, Shannon, I know Shannon and Jenny are, are close and she's in the bliss Kula and I keep seeing her and we're friends on Facebook and I'm like, okay, we have to make this like a real thing. So mm-hmm. I'm going to message her as soon as we're done. Yeah. But it's, it's always, it's, it's so true. Like the people kind of come along as you rise up. And I love what you shared before about sort of becoming aware of who you really are and then once you kind of have that awareness, it's like you almost start attracting these other people in that are also aware. And I just love that because I feel like I'm finally at this point where I have people that get it and it feels so good and so nourishing. And I've been really loving coming home to that. And it feels really grounding because I just didn't have it for a really long time and I couldn't ever find people that uh-huh. kind of spoke my language or understood me. And a really big reason as to why I wanted to have you back on the pod is because you are somebody that is so good at weaving together tribe and 
being your real self and showing up fully expressed and like shining your light no matter what. And I think a lot of people that I work with or I coach with or podcast listeners kind of have been having this same feeling of like, I want to be myself, but I have a hard time being myself around certain people like my coworkers, or I feel like my in-laws don't get it, or I feel like my classmates in school won't understand me, or I feel like I could maybe talk about this kind of stuff with a couple of my friends, but I have like a hard time showing up fully expressed in all areas of my life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what would you say to somebody who feels like that? I would say, first be gentle. You know, I didn't just wake up one day and was like, here I am world. Like, (laughs) this is it. Uh, it, This has been years of unraveling. I mean, I, I'm over here nodding. Yes, me too, as well to what you were saying. Like, and so, I mean, I think first and foremost, we all have fear. So let's be really clear first. We're all human. All 7 million billion of us on this earth are human. We all have fears. We all have that inner critic and that inner, inner mean girl, mean boy, whatever it may be. We all have fear and it all may, you know, it may manifest differently, but the fear is usually trying to keep us small or hidden or convince us otherwise or veer us away from the light. And for so many years, I felt the fear and I immediately ran or I numbed it or I just avoided it at all costs because I was so afraid of what would happen. And when I really started to rumble and get like fed up with my own bullshit and realize that I was letting fear control my life, the first thing I had to do was get real with it. I had to look my fear in the eye. I had to really sit with it. I had to feel it in my body. I had to breathe it. I had to not run. And I had to see it for what it was, what it sounded like in my head, what all the tales it was spinning for me. And I had to get real with myself and realize that I was the thing getting in my way of really showing up. And that I spent so much of my life perfecting masks and filters in which to show up around different people. And so when I finally got real with my fear, I started to freak out a little bit because I was like, well... I'm what I was so afraid of, like, what would happen if I let go? Who would I be? Would I be I like, how, what would people think? And so I started slowly and I realized the more I was able to shed and the more I was able to show up myself, uh, I did lose people, but I was meant to lose those people. But what I gained was so much better. I gained incredible humans in my life who saw me for me and allowed me and gave me permission to be myself. And it's sort of that whole thing, like feel the fear and do it anyways. And I think the more we show up as who we are, we inadvertently give permission to others to do the same. And that's so much of what I do is to hold that space for you to be you so that others can be themselves. And then we're all just being human and real. There's no prerequisite to that there's nothing. We can just be ourselves. And therefore it leaves room for all of us to really connect with each other and connect with ourselves and take what we need and feel uplifted and inspired. Mm -hmm. I really appreciate you sharing that. And I think that idea of when somebody does it, it opens up the gateway for others. And sometimes 
as uncomfortable as it feels, sometimes it has to be you to like start the conversation. Like if everybody's talking about the weather, mm-hmm. it's like that piece of like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to talk about something else <laughs> and like have that moment to, you know, open up in order for other people to open up. But yeah. And I also just so adored what you shared about it taking time and it being a practice and the unraveling and the layers. And I think it can feel sometimes like, you know, in this world of like Amazon prime, it's like, we want all this now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh gosh. I want yes. Amazon prime one hour. I want all my things in one hour. Like I don't want to have to wait. Like, Oh my God. I am. I mean, patience is one of the things I struggle with the most because I want it now. Like, mm-hmm. why can't we get there sooner is usually how I feel. And I've had, when I look back at my life, I see all of the lessons that have grounded me to be patient uh, because I struggle with it because I do want to get there quicker. Uh, and I see, you know, I've seen this in action. I saw it last week when we had a gathering, uh, one of our monthly gatherings, and our theme was celebration. And the women around the circle, because we sit in a circle, but to be clear, it's not a circle. And we were kind of laughing because people don't know how to describe these gatherings to people because it's so, it's such a unique space and it's hard to explain unless you're there, but it's, it's just like you're sitting around a living room with your closest friends, except they're, most of them are possibly strangers and you're meeting them for the first time. And you're talking about like, really soulful stuff. Uh, and there's snacks and wine and tea and all sorts of good things. But we were talking about celebration and how such a fun confetti popping type of theme, we got real with it. And we talked about how celebration is really hard, especially if we're so it's so easier for us to celebrate others, but it's so hard to celebrate ourselves. And how some people there's one woman who got real and said, celebration is hard because it feels like we equate it with an ending and no one wants anything to end if it's a good thing. And so it sparked this real conversation among us and I loved it. And it's again, such a great example of what lights me up is because one woman had the courage to say exactly how she felt about celebration or this theme or in this conversation, she showed up fully herself and everyone else around the room was like, yes, me too. And it validated her presence and we all saw her and, and we don't all have to agree, but it's, it's being able to be seen and heard and respected and celebrated in that moment. And I think that's how we redefine how women connect. It's how we redefine how we connect to ourselves. And, you know, when we say things like that, when we show up as ourselves, when we don't put on filters, when we're unapologetic about who we are, that's how we reclaim what's real. And I think we need to start taking back what's real. And the more we do that, we, that's all we'll have. And then I think we'll get to the good stuff. Yeah. I adore that. I love that so much. I'm, oh my gosh, like just everything, everything you shared is Oh my God. It's like honey. Uh, (laughs) I love it. I just want to eat it all up. Oh my goodness. (laughs) And it's so true. This idea. And I love your tagline of reclaim what's real because I think you like, I loved what you shared and I resonated with that so much being the master with filters and like lenses. And I was so good at like positioning myself in a certain light. Yeah. And that person is 
so different from who I am today. And I tried so hard to be that person. And I feel sad and a little bit sorry for my former self of like, I mean, everything's a learning lessons, but how much effort I put into trying to be a certain way to like prove and validate and appear successful and appear like important, like my peers and be quote unquote good enough, like Mm -hmm. all that crap. And yeah, that reclaiming what's real. So how would you begin with somebody who's like just starting out to sort of reclaim this part that is really true and real, but they feel like they are kind of not putting on a false sense of self, but being somebody that they know they're a hundred percent not in their truth. Mm. So I think that first step again is to get real with yourself and, and look within and if you're feeling that inkling, that craving for real, that unsettledness within you that you can't ignore, then you're in the rumble and you're beginning to unearth the ground in which you've always stand or stood rather. And it's starting to kind of crumble beneath you. And that's super scary. I mean, can you imagine if we think about that kind of visually our, the earth beneath us is crumbling, but we could run and as it continues to crumble, or we can just let it crumble and start making a way for a new foundation. And I think that we're all going to get there when we're meant to get there. We're all in different seasons of life. But if you feel that unsettledness, that crumbling or unearthing beneath you, then beginning to ask yourself really powerful questions, begin to ask yourself why. I think that why is one of the most powerful questions we can ask ourselves and repeatedly ask ourselves until it gets to the root of who we are. Um, almost like repeatedly, like a toddler would like, why, but why? And, and begin to explore and get really curious and allow the exploration to be not daunting, but almost like, this is exciting. Like you're going to explore who you are and finally come alive to that because it's already within you. Like I said, that power isn't something outside of you that you have to attain. It's already within you. You just have to wake it up, shake it up and come alive to it. So what an exciting adventure and exploration and that it is super scary, but it's also worth it and it's possible. And so seeking out muses, seeking out people that inspire you. Um, I love the episode with Jackie Carr, obviously, because I love Jackie, but I love what Mm -hmm. she talks about is like finding people that speak the same language as you, because there's so Mm -hmm. many people out there who are doing this work in one form and another. And there's, you know, there's no need to compete because everyone, not everyone's going to, I'm not going to be for everybody, but I am going to be for some people. And maybe the people I'm not for find other people um, in this work who they resonate with. And that's great. And I, I celebrate that. But once you find those people or, or whatever it may be, books, tools, whatever, really committing to the work and investing in yourself and doing your own up-leveling of exploring who you are and, and just leaning in and showing up every day and allowing it to be messy and allowing it to, allowing yourself grace in, in it being messy and embracing it and just keeping, keep reminding yourself that you're human. And so is everybody else. And yeah, like lean into that fear as much as possible and remember that it is a practice and it's an evolution. It's not a place you get to, but the more you do it, the more you flex those courage muscles, the stronger you get. And it's really just about getting rooted and grounded in, 
in who you are and what you want and living in alignment with that. Mm -hmm. That's so perfect and well phrased. And yes, this concept of it being continual and it being messy and just allowing it to just be what it is and not having to like feel like your personal development is like your Instagram life or any of that crap, but like allowing it just to be what it is and just Uh accepting it for face value. And in those moments, yeah, when it's like scary and hard and you got to find the courage, I just, yeah, I love that you shared that. And I really also appreciate what you shared about finding the people that speak your language because there's, yeah, like you said, there's a millions, million people and there's like a bajillion podcasts and a bajillion books. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, it's all about kind of just hearing it in that in that way that it makes sense because there's a lot of people that you know wrote like old-timey books or books that have been really popular and I'm like I don't like that (laughs) it's not for me or people will talk about you know their favorite self-development book and so it's just funny I mean we're all different human but Mm -hmm. it's like I didn't I did not like that one or I'm not I'm not into like that person's later books or just Mm -hmm. it's just it's just allowing it to just be and accepting kind of what is which I think yeah we forget sometimes to just accept (laughs) yeah and I think the other thing too is like during this time like it's so easy to get caught up in your head and get caught up in your own stuff and just remember that like it's not to take yourself so seriously Mm -hmm. all the time and that to feel all the feels and to just be open. I think just allowing experiences to crack your heart open. And I think one of the biggest keys is that to surround yourself with people who get it. And Mm -hmm. that's why I've blended this internal soul work with connection and blending it together because it's so complimentary and we need both. And if you're listening to this and you're like, well, I don't have that in my community or I'm new to a community or whatever, then, then by all means, find those people anywhere you can. And maybe that is online and starting to seek out people to follow and, and reaching out to them. I love when people reach out to me because it may freak them out or it may seem awkward, but do it because that's how you, you can create real connection through, through that way, especially if you're feeling alone and, and also creating it yourself and, you know, again, sometimes you can overthink your way through something for a lifetime. We could just overthink something forever, but sometimes you just got to not think and just do it. And I think I'm a a living example of doing that a lot, (laughs) (laughs) especially these last five months. Well, you do it beautifully. And I think you do it in a way that is right for you. I think, I mean, I always love, I always love watching you and I feel like it all, it all arrives on time. So to me, like, in the way you describe it, like, oh, it's all happening in five months. But to me, it's like this, it's all coming together. Like, I think that sometimes we get so in our heads. But to me, from my perspective of following you, Katie, you just look like you are in the spring season where you're blossoming thank and blooming like Kelly. a plant. That's, oh, thank you. That's how I would interpret it. <laughs> thank you. It's it's funny. I I'm launched, I launched my online coaching and connections for, uh, experience called Reclaim. Um, I was actually originally launching it in December and it just didn't feel right. I felt like there was something about the timing and I pulled back and I felt like, oh my gosh, what are people going to think? Like I pulled back, they're not going to take me seriously. And I don't, 
think anyone noticed. Um, but it was one of those times where I, I really got in my head and I'm so glad I waited and held off because this is something that is a culmination of all the work I've done for so many years. And it's something I really adore and to be able to really bring it to life during this time and this season, like you said, just feels so much better. And I, in the past probably would have looked at that as a failure, but instead it really brought me forward. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I love that you share that because I feel like that's something a lot of us can connect with is this sort of wanting it to be a certain way and like having it on your timeline, but sort of like surrendering to just like, okay, how does this feel? Or like, what am I kind of getting in terms of gut instinct? Like for me, I, I really resonate with that because I, was going to launch, I just put it out like a couple weeks ago, the Inner Circle, which is my online mastermind program. And we have like monthly live calls and group coaching. And I was going to literally do it right out of the get-go. I was like, I had like my lawyer on the documents. I was like, we're just going to get this ready. It's all going to go out. We're going to launch it in like end of April. It's going to start live in May. And I was just like, it's all going to go tickety-boo. And then I just like, decided one day I was like I'm gonna ask my people and ask if they want to like do waitlist and join the waitlist and open it up when it's ready and when I opened up the waitlist it all felt good even though I didn't launch immediately even though it's not going out right out of the gate like the legal documents are you know flowing at the right speed in the right time and it's like it didn't have to be in my own micromanaging way it could take on its own thing and I so love that you shared that in the past you would have thought that was a failure because old Kelly Track would have been like F, big fat red <laughs> Sharpie F. Right. You did not get an A on the implementation of your project. <laughs> <laughs> but it just, you know what? It feels good to keep it on waitlist and it's all fine. And I just love that you share that. I just, I just love you, Katie Kurtz. I just love everything you about you. Too, Kelly. I, <laughs> thank you. But it just, it feels, I always feel like I get regrounded and I just really appreciate what you share because I always feel like you're one of those people that see people for who they really are and can kind of comb that out of people and create that space and hold that space and be the first person to raise your hand and say like, Hey, me too, or I'm doing this, or this is happening for me. And it's totally true. Like when you open up, everyone else is like, Oh my God, me too. So thank you. I just so appreciate that. Well, thank you. Thank you for seeing that in me and and helping me share that gift. And I think in the past, it would be really hard for me to admittedly say like, that's a gift of mine. I have that gift because again, old stories, whether it's from, you know, being raised as a female or whatever it may be, is that we don't always tend to own our gifts being in fear of what people will think or thinking we're coming across to, uh, you know, braggy or whatever. And I think that you know, I celebrate that gift that I hold, that I am a connector and that I am so beyond honored that I can hold that space for others. Uh, and I think our gifts are meant to be shared. So I'm thrilled that I can do that and, um, that I've been connected with people to help me see that within me. And so, yeah, thank you. Oh, you're more than welcome. So this is a good spot for us to start wrapping up. So just have a couple last minute, quick final Q and A. So if people are wanting to have these real conversations with people who just get it, what are some of the little tips that you would leave them with today? 
the next time you're out, whether you're out with friends or people you kind of know or at a networking event or wherever you're at, where you feel like pretty good, I mean, be brave. You can really be brave and do this with total random strangers. You do you, but um, do the spaghetti noodle test method where you like throw a spaghetti noodle against the wall and see if it sticks. <laughs> um, try just totally letting your guard down and being yourself. And I'm not saying like too much information, let it all hang out, but maybe rock a little vulnerability or maybe ask a question different than how are you or oh, that weather we're having. Uh, make eye contact with somebody, uh, share something real about yourself ask them something that maybe catches them off guard. And then after you do that, say like, Hey, I, I just really appreciate being real and see what, see what happens from that. Uh, and if it ends up being totally weird and awkward, like being okay with that, sometimes that happens. We're just human, but it may just be what that other person's craving too, but they don't know how to do it or what to say or how to initiate it. And starting really small and just like, like you're throwing a noodle against the wall, just seeing what happens because the more you try it. And the, like I said, the more you show up you and the more you show up real, you never know the impact you have on, on others. And you don't know, you may be giving permission to somebody else to do the same. Mm, I love that. That's so good. That's so good. And then can you also share with the listeners about your course and your upcoming retreat? Yeah, yeah. So Reclaim is an eight-week coaching and connection experience that's all online. And I pulled together just, I've been working on this for so long, just all of the different insights and tools and all the things that I've learned over the years and created this program. And it really blends together coaching and connection. And it allows you to really focus on reclaiming who you are and what you want so that you can live truly aligned in that power and allow that possibility to flow through your life. And we really challenge all those fear stories and create a path that's clear so that you can awaken to who you are and that power within you. So we get real about our stories and the ground beneath we, which we walk on. Um, we get real about our truth and our heart and what our why is. And uh, a Zoom call with a bunch of wonderful women and a private Facebook group and a workbook that I created. And it's all that space to be real and reclaim it. So that starts on May 7th. Um, and that's our first round. I'll be offering it again in the fall. Uh, and it's accessible to anyone, anywhere. Uh, and then our re the first Soul Connect retreat is the first weekend of October, and this will be in a little town called Lakeside, Ohio, and it's right on Lake Erie. It's October 5th through the 7th, and it's just a really specially curated space for you to disconnect in order to reconnect with who you are. Fun fact about me is that I love retreats. I always have. I've been a part of retreats through high school and college and and obviously in my adult life. And I just truly believe in the special magic that occurs in a weekend or long weekend when you can really pause and connect with who you are. So this is a really special retreat uh, and that will include all of that kind of connection and good stuff and yoga on the dock of Lake Erie and all sorts of connection and good food and all that great, great retreat stuff. 
Amazing. Those both sound yeah, so yeah. good. Oh my God. I would, if I was on the East Coast, I would totally come to your retreat. You sound so good. I was looking at the photos online. <laughs> I was like, I love this. Um, oh man, I'm so, oh man, those all sound so good. I'll be putting the links to all that in the show notes. And then cool. is there anything that I can do or the listeners can do to support you? Oh, well, you know, I think the biggest thing you can do is just keep showing up as yourself and keep doing you and being you for you. And, uh, cause when you show up and you're real and yourself, you give me permission to do the same thing too. So keep doing that and, and please connect. I'd love to hear from you if you were listening today, or if you ever see me over the interwebs, uh, we can still call it that, uh, please connect, reach out, comment, message me. Um, I, obviously if you can't tell connection is what I'm all about. So I would love uh, to connect with you, or if you're in the Cleveland area, or if you um, are nearby, even I'm starting to venture into other cities and states with Soul Connect, especially our gatherings and events and collaborations. So hopefully, I'll be coming to a city near you soon. Ooh, I love that. That's amazing. And then your favorite place to swing by online and connect? Yes. Well, obviously, it's Instagram. <laughs> uh, it's, it's where uh, I just. I feel that connection and, um, have created that healthy relationship with that, that area of the, the interweb world. Uh, so that's at soul connect movement and, and also on our web home is soulconnectmovement.com. Perfect. Amazing. I'll put all of that in the show notes. Thank you so much, Katie. It was such a treat to have Thanks you back on me. for oh. a second interview. It's Love always, it. it's always a highlight in my day when I get to speak to you. I woke up this morning. Me too. It's Katie Kirst day. Today's going to be a great day. So thank you so much. Oh and my goodness. Thank you. Thank you. And I so love getting to know you over the years, but I feel like I've known you forever. You're one of those people in my oh, life. <laughs> you are the same way. Thank you for sharing your gifts. I love this podcast and for having me back. I feel like we could just talk every week. Uh, uh, we, hey, so. we just could. <laughs> yeah. And we'll have to get you on our soon to be podcast as well. So oh, coming you. soon. Like come. <laughs> yes. Coming soon. The human hour podcast. Yes. All right, my friends, and there you have it. That is the episode for you today. I know, right? Isn't Katie Devine? I love her so much. This episode was so good. And if you got massive value from this show and you loved hearing Katie's words that dripped like honey, and if you found a nugget in here that you totally resonated with, take a second to share this episode. Take a screenshot on your phone and be sure to tag it in your Instagram stories with Katie Kurtz and I, just at Soul Connect Movement and at Kelly Track. I would so love to hear your big takeaway. Soul Connection is such a deep and valuable space. And it's so true what Katie shared as we start to embrace our real selves and show up as who we truly are. It allows others to do the same. So my friends, thank you so much for listening. Thank you as always for tuning in and downloading. And I'm so excited to hear your aha moments over on Instagram. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. If you love this episode, please take a second to share it with somebody that you know needs to hear this message. And if you feel so called and so moved, please write an honest review of what you think about this podcast in iTunes and leave me some stars. That would truly help me out on my journey to helping millions and millions of people. And until next time, have a lovely day and I'm so excited to see you back here soon.